Oh. Like I told myself I was done and I'm a stubborn person too. So like, it's amazing that I kept going, but I'm like, I came in for my 41st loop, but I'm like, I am done. I can't do this anymore. I no, like it's, it's over for me. Um, they're like, you're not done. Like you still came in with like 15 minutes left. Like you're going back out. <laughs> I'm like, I am done. I already said bye to the mountains and the trails. Like I'm done. I'm not going anymore, but they dragged me out of my chair and said, you have like, see how you feel when you finish this loop. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners. And they're off. The hat is back. <laughs> the hat's back. <laughs> yeah, definitely like the hat. It also blocks all the lights that are around us that you can't see. That's true. Yeah, so that helps. For my old eyes. <laughs> How you doing? Ah, very good. Very good. This is probably our last day of a nice weather day. Yes, and the time change was this week, so lots of adjustments. The cold is coming. Yeah, but we are plugging along. Sure are. And what is happening in the world of gutter run racing? Well, in the world of ultra running, it's... Uh... Western States lottery time coming up pretty soon. That's true. Everybody threw in their name in a hat and even I did my one lucky ticket <laughs> back to square one. Even though Western States was one and done. Yeah. Mm, I, can't, <laughs> I can't leave it something on the table. I get it. <laughs> so I get it. Yep. All right. And what's happening in the world of gutter and racing? Uh, well, we're still plugging away with We Run the North. And if you wanted to start fresh and do it one a month in January, we will be releasing it again for 2023. But I would suggest that you sign up before the end of this year because chances are we're going to have to raise the prices for shipping because they have gone through the roof. Mm. So we are going to have to make some adjustments. So I encourage you to sign up before the end of 2022 and we'll send you your Swag, and then you can complete it at your leisure in 2023. Cool. Yeah. And who is on the podcast today? All right. We have Amanda Nelson from Woodstock, which is just a couple hours west of where we are in Orangeville. Mm -hmm. Amanda is new on the scene. I love speaking to new ultra runners because they have a fresh take on it, and they're inspired and ready to go. And injury-free. And injury-free, that's right. Amanda has some pretty incredible records. Two Canadian records, 12-hour and 100-mile, which we'll get into. She seems to like the track or loop format of racing, having done uh, Persistence Backyard, um, and then she recently Survivor did the, Fest. And she did the completed the Worlds backyard ultra as well just recently right so we'll get into all that with her and she did all that this year and here is amanda nelson welcome to the podcast <laughs> Thank you. let's get into it okay obviously uh we we wanted to chat with you because of your incredible achievements this year which we'll get into we we already did our little intro so we described the the year that you're having Let's go back to the very beginning because we like to know how people started running and why. <laughs> okay. I didn't really run a lot 
as a kid or a teenager or in high school or anything. I ran a little bit in college. I took fitness and health. I ran then because everybody in my program was into fitness and <laughs> it's just what we did. Like we had gym class and uh, so I ran a bit then, but nothing more than like three miles, okay. nothing major. And then before my wedding, so this is like a few years later, I ran again just to get more fit just sure. for fitness and fit into the wedding it, dress. <laughs> yes. It, it didn't really stick. But then I got dogs after I got married and then kids came along and I used to walk my dogs all the time. And then my kids didn't like walking. Mm. They hated a stroller. They were grumpy. They it just they weren't having it. Yeah. So I started running with the stroller with the dogs and the kids were happy with that. They weren't crying as much and <laughs> I, I just never stopped. Wow. I continued running. So yeah, it all started with a stroller and two dogs. That's that's good training because pushing a stroller <laughs> uphill. Yes. That would be some good. Yeah, it was actually very hilly, the neighborhood I lived in. So that's probably what helped in my muscles so quickly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and time management, you're walking the dog, you're, yeah. you're exercising yourself, and you're keeping the kids occupied for an hour or two. So it's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> I think a lot of women start that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They start running with the stroller. And, <laughs> and like you said, it builds their endurance so quickly. And yeah. And the muscles in the legs. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, those dogs, those dogs are now retired dogs. They're beagles, so they Aww. couldn't keep up with the paces and distance anymore. They're eleven years old, so Aww. <laughs> but I have another dog that I run with. She's a shepherd lab. She's four now, so she comes with me on most of my runs now. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I can imagine that's a perfect uh, age for a dog to run long yes. distance. <laughs> oh yeah. We ran with our golden doodle and he lived to fifteen and I honestly awesome. think that exercise kept him as healthy as it did until the very end, which yeah. yes. they're meant to run, right? Yeah. yeah. And now my shepherd lab keeps the beagles in check, so they're still healthy because they're still running in the backyard with her. So. Aw, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you or when did you transition into trail or ultras? In 2020. Nice. So, I don't know if COVID is really to blame for it. It just kind of <laughs> happened that way. I ran my first marathon, 2019, November. Okay. Then in April of 2020, I'm like, I'm going to see if I can do a 50K. See if I can do it sub five hours. So I did a 50K, 354. Nice. I can actually go further than a marathon. And that was, it was fine. Like it was <laughs> way quicker than I thought I was going to do it. And I threw a hill in the course. <laughs> <laughs> So you obviously felt at the end of that race, you could keep going potentially, like you weren't flat out the, exhausted. Marathon? Yeah. 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 That's a good indicator. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> yeah. one more kilometer. Yes. One, one more kilometer. You're an ultra runner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ran my, actually, um, in February of 2020, I ran to a city that's a little bit further away and, and back. It ended up being 43. And my friend, he's just like, you just became an ultra runner. Boom. Like, well, now I got to do a 50 because then it feels more real. So yeah. that's kind of how I ended up doing the 50 just for fun. It's more official. Yes. But the 50 yeah. wasn't a race, right? It was just, no, it was just for fun. My um, husband and my kids made me a medal. They called oh. it, country, they called it country block 50 K. Oh, they made it while I was running it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So your, your first official race 
it, as an ultra was that damn hill in 2020 2020 yeah okay and how did that go it was good i was good for the first 15 hours and then i had some ankle injury so i ended up getting an mri after a trail race that i did the following month um <laughs> i had bursitis and tendonitis and oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff going on ligament tears and oh, he's whoa. like i don't know I was actually first we or first woman in that it was the bad thing trail race in October. Yeah. He's like, I don't know how you ran that race on that foot. <laughs> but yeah, I damaged it at that damn hill. So I ran 15 hours and walked nine hours and still ended up running 186.7 kilometers. Wow. So I knew that I had had a gift at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and ankles are think- good. <laughs> It's good now? Yeah, it's good now. That's I haven't point. had any flare-ups of injuries at all since. Wow, that's good. That's that's great. You got youth on your side, too. <laughs> and good genes. <laughs> yeah. Were you calling the hill different names every time you went up it? Or did you consider, always said, damn hill? <laughs> um, actually, I enjoy the hill. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's a bit of a break. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's nice. Like Once you get to the top, it's kind of like a slow, steady decline for a little bit and oh, i don't know okay. i liked the variations <laughs> yeah i think it did feel harder every time but like it's not that bad <laughs> i think we, i think we look forward to the variations although that brings us to our next question what the heck drew you to do a 400 meter track race in alberta survivor fest because <laughs> that's so different yes. yeah um well, I, the following September, I ran that damn hill again. So 2021, and I got the Canadian soil record. Nice. Uh, it's uh, 227.33 kilometers. So that one, my ankle didn't mess up. So I knew I was capable of so much more. And right. from the 2020 to 2021, like the difference there. So I wanted to try Survivor Fest and go after the national record, which is 238. Okay. But I was thinking of going for the 100 mile and 24 hour in one. Yeah. But um, so it was the uh, Canadian National Championships. That's, right. Um, it was Survivor Fest that held it this year. Right. So I went there and I started off quickish going after the 100 mile. And then as soon as I hit the 100 mile in 14 hours, 45 minutes and 51 seconds, I was so far ahead of the competition there. Yeah, that I kind of lost the competitive drive. I'm like, well, I got a national record. Like, why do I need two? Like, I was happy with the one, and yeah. I, like, I hung back and I talked with some of the other competitors and just enjoyed the race and the people. And yeah, it was like it was like two races in one. I had my competitive moment, got my record, and then I'm like, I'm gonna learn about some people and make mm. some new friends and wow. enjoy this race. So going into that event you knew the records yes and during that event in the tw- when you hit the 12 hour mark you knew you got one record i didn't know i got the 12 oh. hour that was uh like not necessarily gonna say accident but like it was a surprise oh. <laughs> like, i got that i was going for the 100 mile i knew what the 100 mile was i didn't know what the 12 hour was oh, okay and then i found out that i got the 12 hour i'm like oh i did get two records in one so i guess i did go what i set out to do just it was a 12 hour not 24 with the 100 mile got it. <laughs> so that was, it was exciting to find that out and you were you were also trying for the 24 hour record yes which was 238 you said 
Yes. Yeah. So you're just a little bit short of that. But I love the fact because we had this question coming prepared. Now that you've got the 100 mile record and just under 10 hours left. Now, what do you do? Because do you keep pushing? But you answered the question. You, you decided, OK, I have the record. I'm going to enjoy the race and then see what comes out of it. Yes. And that, I think, has perfectly described what the ultra running community is all about. <laughs> it's not just about breaking records. It's about no. enjoying your time. Yeah. Enjoying your time with other people. So yes. well done. Thank you. <laughs> I want to yeah. ask you about the mental side of it. Basically just running around a track mm. for so long. And <laughs> how do you how do you get around that? <laughs> I don't know. I just had to like think of other things and imagine myself elsewhere. <laughs> and you are do you reverse? Yeah, we reversed every I think it was four hours. Yeah, every four hours. Four okay. hours. And how mm -hmm. many people are on the track at the same time? I think there's about 40 of them. Oh, so that's pretty busy. So, okay. I think. Maybe just under. I'm just thinking of the strategy because you know you're in front, but there's always someone in front of you on the track. Yes, yeah, so that helps because so, you like pick yes, them off. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm thinking this way. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I want to get the guy with the green hat. I'm going to pick yes. him off. And then I want to get the girl with the skirt. I want to get you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. Now, did you listen to music or anything to help pass time? Not once. Really? <laughs> well, they must have played music, no, at this they event? They did um, during the day, but at night they didn't play anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Oh. You went by yourself? Um, I went with my husband, my two friends, and my parents. Oh, that's good. So yeah. you had, I had a good crew. You had a good crew, yeah. That's important. Had you practiced your strategy for eating and walk breaks and all that kind of thing going in, or was this just, let's see what happens? Um, kind of both. Um, because of that damn hill, I kind of had an idea of how what works for me for fueling. So Yeah, that's good. Wow. Yeah. All right. Mm. <laughs> okay. The next big one was Persistence Backyard. Mm -hmm. Was your goal to get on Team Canada going into that? Yes. For the worlds. For the worlds. Yeah. 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 Okay. How was Persistence overall? Because now this is not a track. Mm. This is a different type of race. It's kind of my preference of terrain. Easier buffed out trails with a little hill in there and yeah and yeah it, it, it like keep, it was a nice variety it keeps your mind focused yes yeah i hmm. i know it's a 6.7 k loop but is there a rule about elevation because I, I wasn't sure about that i don't think there is interesting because hmm. you you would assume that obviously on a trail not everyone can get the exact same elevation right. within the course but i would think that there would be a limit like you can't have more than this amount yeah like the difference like persistence and the route that we had in bc bc mm. was double the elevation of persistence mm. okay okay all right That's well not quite um persistence was about 45 meters and um bc was 86 mm. okay so it's it's enough but it, it's enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, persistence Backyard Ultra. How did that go overall? Persistence. It was good. Um, <laughs> mentally, it got hard because I didn't know when it was going to end. 
Mm, and I, that right. was my first race I ever did that had no ending. Right. So that played with me mentally. And I guess what was your what was the range between the loops in terms of time? Um. Well, BC and persistence, persistence were both the same. I tend to I tend to stick between the forty two to forty six forty seven minute range. Okay. Per loop. Uh, mostly forty five forty six. Right. So you've got fifteen minutes to change your shoes, eat something, go to the bathroom. Yep. And get back to the thing. How many people were in this race, Persistence? Do you know? I I don't. No. I don't turn like. There's quite a bit to start. Right. When you start each loop and you look and you wonder, oh, what happened to Marianne or something like that? <laughs> Where'd she go? Where's she? You know, people just drop off. That That's interesting. Yeah. Did you run many loops with the same person or were you? Um, I didn't run the persistence. I didn't really run with anybody. I just stuck to myself mostly. The first seven hours I ran with two girls that live nearby. Right. I got to know them and talk to them about group friends and stuff that me and my friend do and <laughs> told them they should come out. And I was a little bit more social the first little bit, but yeah. But after many hours, I just, I like to stick to myself and be in my own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. Could you bring your dog to do a couple of loops with you? Once in a while? <laughs> is, that, is that part of the rules? Um, probably not, but she'd probably love it. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh man. <laughs> so what did you learn about yourself at persistence that you could have changed or took with you into worlds i don't know when the going gets tough i can press forward that's for sure yeah mental and it's helpful. yeah it's helpful to have a good crew too that kept me going when i said i don't want to do this anymore i don't know how long this is gonna last <laughs> they're just like you can do it. if you're coming in with 15 minutes still you're fine you can do another loop and i'm like oh fine i'll go do more <laughs> <laughs> you finish persistence in 221k or so uh yes yes it was 221 then what made you tap out why didn't you just keep going um because you can only go one further than your assist the second person the second last person out of the race they're the ones that dictate how long the race is going to go got it right right wow so he did 32 so then i came it was actually Persistence was uh, two loops of 3.35. Yep. So uh-huh. I came in like halfway through and then he said, Amanda, you finish this in the next hour or you finish this in the hour and you won the race. Wow. And then how did you feel at the end? You were thinking, well, I could have kept going. I don't know. Um, I probably could have kept going, but because I knew the end was in sight, <laughs> I, like I started feeling all the pains and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely done. I'm, I'm good. I'm glad to be done. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But if I mentally had to keep pushing forward, I could have for sure. And I could have stayed in the game longer too. Mm. Before you started all this whole career, did you know about races like this? Persistence? No, and no nothing like that. <laughs> um, eh? When I heard about people running 50 years, I'm like, what the heck is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how t- I am one of them. So. <laughs> exactly. That's a typical response. Well, then, how did you find persistence this particular race <laughs> i'm like how the heck am i gonna go over 24 hours i was pretty excited to go over 24 because i never have but it just seemed crazy to even think of going past that wow. but i you- knew i could go past 24 because every 24 hour race i still have something in me like right I every single one so right 
Wow. How do you feel about running through the night? I like the night more than the day. Do you? Yeah, the sun gets to me. Oh, okay. Okay. Like at Survivor Fest, my worst low was hour five to six, and that was, I don't know, like three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same with you. It is. It's, it's <laughs> the heat of the day. It's the midday. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the when the sun sets, boom, I got a different, yep. I got a different exactly. speed. Exactly. It's a yeah. whole new race and yeah. a whole new, like, you feel refreshed mentally. And... Wow. Okay. Did you know that winning persistence that you would be selected for Worlds? Yes. Okay. Oh, All you right. knew that beforehand? Yes. I, it was, I knew that it was a silver ticket. Okay. So you got the coin and... Because I was going to ask you... Now we're going on to worlds. I was wondering how you got picked for worlds, but then oh. you had to do this one first. Mm -hmm. She's been very strategic in her race selection. Yes. Which <laughs> I think looking back on our running career, yeah. we could have been a little more strategic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get to our goals. Yeah. I try not to do too much. I try and focus on that give myself time to get prepared for races and time to recover after races yes and you're you're a busy mom of two and you have a job and you have a family yeah. so you have mm -hmm. to pick and choose what's going to work best for you yes yeah exactly and there's not a, there's not a lot of time between persistence and world did you feel yeah. recovered I think I did yes I find I do recover quickly and I think it has to do with my strength training okay and that's why also why I'm not getting injured. Like I did that first ultra race I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with the strength. Absolutely. I think people are embracing that a lot more now too. Like with people mm -hmm. like yellow runner, Sally McRae, the videos that she puts out on Instagram, I think people have really embraced strength training because oh, yeah. you can't expect your body to hold up to this kind of running without strengthening all the muscles that help you do it. Right. I think it's something if you've done started doing that right away, then your body is that much more ready for the, the pain cave. Yep. <laughs> Who's this captain of the team? Um, it was um her name's Stephanie and Sharon. Okay. With grassroots racing. Okay. Uh they are the ones that put on like they were the team Canada captains. Okay. And they and they told you, hey, if you do well at persistence, you got this. Is that uh, no, I just I just knew that persistence was a race that got you the, the coin. We but, don't we don't know a lot about yeah, no, because, no, because this is new. <laughs> this this whole uh, satellite type deal yeah, and that, that Laz put together. Yeah. And and there's only fifteen you're only allowed so many people on the team, right? Yeah. Fifteen per country, yeah. You didn't know exactly if you would be one of the 15. I don't know. Is uh, I knew because uh, Persistence already had whoever won in their okay. race okay. automatically had a spot. And okay. if you denied it, they would take someone from the at-large list. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> We're getting there. We're clear now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know anyone else on the team before you got there? I met Adele Assault when I did Survivor Fest. Okay. I talked to some people just on social media, but not in person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We chatted with uh, Ehor after Fat Dog. Okay. And he mentioned that he was going to be doing it. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah, there's some big names on that team for sure that have impressive, impressive results. When did you meet the entire team? When did you all get together for the first time? 
the Friday before the race. I met most of them. There's a couple that were at a hotel and they weren't there. So then I guess Saturday morning is when I met the entire team at like 4.30 a.m. Oh, God. <laughs> and you all talk shop with each other say, hey, I, I did this, I did that. Or, or you're just, uh, you're all no, chill. Well, we, had, we had many, many hours to talk about our lives. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during. You, you yeah. always say that. So, no, no, I'm not saying anything until during the race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone's just getting in their own zones and <laughs> yeah. doing what you need to do to get ready for a race of who knows how many days. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a like and follow our social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find all that at gotterunracing.com. Have you checked out our virtual series yet? We Run the North. Celebrating Canada's national parks features a total of 13 10-kilometer challenges, one for each province and territory. How many national parks can you name? Well, there's Algonquin, and then there's Banff, then then that's it anyways medals that connect license plate style bibs and cool swag can be yours visit gotterunracing.com for more details now back to the show how were your nerves going into that i can imagine you're totally <laughs> well, i was i was sick so i didn't really want to expect too much oh no. a chest cold, so oh. a chest cold the worst possible <clears throat> thing Oh probably the sickest i've been in like 10 years <laughs> seriously yeah. oh, but i made it through <laughs> i convinced myself that i was fine i took cold medicine throughout and <laughs> tried to stay on top of it there were wildfires in the area and it was dusty and that wasn't mm. helpful no i guess not and the course <laughs> had almost double the elevation of the last one so yeah once you yeah, start trails to like i've never ran before rocky and sandy i've never right. ran trails like that because there's nothing around here like that so no. right so hard to prepare wow. but luckily it's an easy pace so i was able to adjust to the differences of, of me like races that i've never done right like train <laughs> i had lots of hours to get used to it <laughs> <laughs> when if when did these hallucinations or the crazy stuff start to happen yeah take us to the first 24 hours let's put this break it down the first 24 hours yeah. um i had my first hallucination in the first 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> i saw clear bunnies hopping around that were outlined in white so that's how i saw them it was like cartoons um they're hopping around in the weeds i just saw like grass move <laughs> oh my god but well, i knew it was hallucination because it was silent it was like silent jumping it was really weird oh that's creepy <laughs> Well, no, they could have been really there. You don't know. <laughs> they could have been really there. If they were, that's not horrible. Like at least they're not bunnies. <laughs> yeah, they're bunnies. So was the first twenty-four hours a warm-up? Yep, basically. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Settling yeah. in. Yes, I saw my first bear in the first twenty-four hours. Ooh. I've never seen a bear before. Like we have bears here, but I've never come across one. It was just kind of standing on the edge of the path and then it looked at us i was running with eric deshaies and stephanie simpson yep. yep like when we saw it and then he's like oh just stick together and then it just looked at us and then ran off and it was the cutest thing <laughs> i thought i'd be terrified if i saw a bear but i think because i was with two others yes. and then stewart was only a little bit back um that helped the fear <laughs> but it made me think it was cute so Aww. You didn't bring your phone to take uh, selfies. We weren't uh, allowed to have our phone on. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Were you getting updates from your from the captains as to what was happening in the the rest of the world, essentially? Uh, yeah. 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 So, so and there also was a screen right at the starting corral, so oh. I would just check that once in a while and see who's left. And yeah. At, at what point did you try to sleep? I didn't. You didn't. No, and that's probably my biggest fail there. Oh. Because <laughs> if I can learn to sleep, then I could probably go further than I did. Like, I know I did awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, I was fine. But mentally, I was starting to lose my mind. I was getting delusional and confused. And it was getting really, really hard once I hit the 50s. Mm. Right. <laughs> so that, at that point, I guess because you can see, okay, I'm I'm the fifth woman left, or I'm the third woman left at that point. So is that what kept you going, knowing that I, I think I can still stick this out? That helped, yes. But I actually was ready to drop at 41. Oh. Like I told myself I was done, and I'm a stubborn person too. So like it's amazing that I kept going. But I'm like I came in from my 41st loop, but I'm like I am done. I can't do this anymore. I know like it's, it's over for me. And then that's when Mike Huber, another member of team Canada, he came and helped my friend cricket get me back out there. And um, also Kevin Barada's wife. He's another member of the team. Yeah. Um, they're like, you're not done. Like you still came in with like 15 minutes left. Like you're going back out. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, I am done. I already said bye to the mountains and, the trail's like, I'm done. I'm not going anymore. <laughs> but they dragged me out of my chair and said, see how you feel when you finish this loop. Just right. go out, do this loop. And I came back from that hour and I was good to go again. <laughs> what time of day was that, Amanda? Uh, I don't even know. They, they just blended. <laughs> day, was it daytime? It's probably midday. Um, I honestly can't remember. No, I think it was starting to get, no, it was dark. It was just starting to get dark, I think. Oh, yeah. Because I was yeah, thinking, like, this is a good time there. to stop. I can sleep. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's a good time to stop. <laughs> yes, because um, 48 hours would have been 5 a.m. So, yeah, it was. Oh, sure. 9, 10 p.m. Right. Around there. Yeah. So, not only did you go back out, but you did 14 more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, when did the second win? You must have got a second win then. Um, Third yes, or fourth or fifth. <laughs> So 40, like the 42nd hour is good. 43 is good. 44. I'm like, okay, so I just have to do five more and then I do 200 miles and I've never done that. So that's kind of cool. So I just had little rewards going forward. Right. I think that's the only way to approach this is Mm -hmm. to break it up. Because if you look at it as a whole, that's crazy. Like, why would anyone want to do that? Yeah. But if you can break it up. So did you go thank those guys after to say thank you for pushing me? Yeah, yeah. It's all in my race report too. And yeah. Oh, we'll post we'll post a link yeah. to your race report. For sure. For sure. Because I'm I'm sure people will want to know the the gritty <laughs> details. Did those bunnies get any bigger yeah. by chance? <laughs> they didn't come back the second night. The second no? night I saw like tanks flipped over and like birdhouses and uh, so like, the- <laughs> Like my my teammates running through tents, it was weird. <laughs> so the the hallucinations get deep and darker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was like a random coat laying on a rock, which I know wasn't there, but they looked so real. 
When did you know that you were the last female? Actually, it was Ehor and Eric. They congratulated me when we ran out. I'm like, for what? They're like, you're the last woman standing in the world. I'm like, really? I did it? Wow. <laughs> um, that would have been, I think, the 50th. Oh, wow. And you did five more after that. Yes, because I wanted to keep our numbers up for the team. Wow, there you go. Represent Canada. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. That's I'm sure that's part of what got you back out there too, knowing that this wasn't just about you. This was about the team effort and what you were contributing to it. So that's interesting too to think that. Yeah, there's strategy there. Yeah, there's strategy there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. That is yeah. unbelievable. Epic. Amazing. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. When you hear that, when someone says you did this, this, and this, what do you think? What do you think about? Uh... <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how's, your, <laughs> how's your recovery been? It hasn't really been that long. Uh, no, it's good. I actually came back uh, from BC on the Wednesday, and then I had another race that I was registered for on the Friday. Uh, it was just a 7K trail race. I normally do the 50 on the Saturday morning, but I knew I was going to, like, had a really good chance of making it on the on Team Canada for right. the World Championships. So I originally signed up for the 12, and I'm like, okay, that's a little ambitious because who knows how far I'm going to run in BC. So then I deferred it down to the 7. And then I decided, actually, on when I finished uh, at, um, in BC, I said, there's no way I'm running on Friday. But then I messaged the race directors. I said, I'm not running, but I'll still go. Like, I'll still come and support. Yeah. And then Friday afternoon, I'm like, no, I'm going to run it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll just run it for fun. I don't need to be competitive or anything. That's so right. I show up, pick up my race kit, and then start the race, and then win it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not, eh? It was just one more loop. So it was a loop I'd started and never finished. So I had to finish it. There you go. <laughs> That's what I put in my head. <laughs> oh my gosh. What was the race? Let's give them a shout out. Um, the night thing, race here on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's yeah. associated with the bad thing? Yes. Yeah. So they do the night thing the night before and then the bad thing the next morning. Oh they I'm sure they were was, Go ahead. I think it was fifth overall, first female. So <laughs> I'm sure they were honored to have you there after what you had just achieved too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So what would be next now? What is happening next? <laughs> Desert solstice in just over four weeks. Because I have unfinished business to do because I did not get that 24 record yet. So ah. that's why I signed I signed up for it actually very shortly after Survivor Fest because I need the competition. And I know I need the competition to keep my head in the game. And I need to see what I'm capable of in 24 hours. And that's another track event, and you are going to have some serious competition, namely Camille Heron and Victoria Brown, who I'm sure is also eyeing that Canadian record. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you feel about it? It's not going to be super hot, but it's still the desert, Arizona. Mm -hmm. It's going to be heat. So how do you think? How do you think that's going to shake uh, out? Just got to get through the day because the nights are colder. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that back of my head. Exactly. And how do you feel about running against Camille who, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> She's a legend. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, say hi for me. I did run with her at Western States for about um, three seconds. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Maybe she remembers me. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling your leg. He did run with her at the very beginning of the race, but. And then she pushed me aside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she is a lovely person, though. She's very, very kind and welcoming. So I'm sure you'll have a ball getting yeah. to share some of the track with her. Yeah, you're going to be running many, <laughs> many miles together. So it's going to be fun to do. Now, what about the new 200 miler in Alberta next year? Have you got any plans to check that out? I'd like to do that sometime. Not next year yet. Okay. Can you let us in on your plans for next year? Do you have any ideas? Well, I was invited to uh, the Race of the Champions uh, Backyard Ultra in Germany. Okay. But financially, I don't know if I will be able to do that. I would like to do it. Yeah. But yeah, it's tough. What month like, is that's that? a huge thing, like getting into, like going to these races and traveling. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. If possible, I'd like to do that one. And also the 24 hour world championships next December in Taipei. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Now this is yeah. serious stuff. So, so maybe, <laughs> maybe we need to say Amanda's looking for some sponsorships yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can help her. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Canada. Let's let's, let's support our own and see how they do on the world stage because yeah. you've proven yourself already. Let's mm-hmm. get on that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Are you thinking about any kind of sky running with a lot of elevation, a lot of mountains? Right? <laughs> it would be really cool, but I don't have any mountains to train on. So. I know. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, we we live in Orangeville, which has a little bit of elevation, Ontario. but we feel like we're definitely in the wrong place Province. to be doing <laughs> these types of races, but it hasn't stopped us yet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's tough for sure. Wow. Yeah. Now, if you don't mind, and if you don't want to talk about it, I totally understand, but I, I was looking at your Instagram, and I saw that you have a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And the reason that I'm asking is because... We personally know of runners with heart conditions or ones that have been undiagnosed. And I think it's really important in the type of racing that we're doing that people are aware of what is happening. Like if you're wearing a heart rate monitor and you see things that are happening after you look at your run, you, the more knowledge, the better, because you, you might look at it and they'll go, oh, that's nothing. I don't have to worry about that. But you obviously knew there was something going on and you had something to had to do about it. So can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So it started in 2019, I think, and it happened on a run. It only ever has happened running. Okay. I'll get palpitations really, really strong. I can feel them in my throat. And then all of a sudden my heart shoots right up. I never catch how high it goes with just my watch. So I started wearing a heart monitor because that's what my doctor recommended. Right. Like the chest strap. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for the chest strap, it's quicker to respond with sure. a sudden change. So I, the chest strap is getting my heart going, showing 230 to 250. Ooh. Wow. And it lasts about 30 seconds to a minute. I just have to stop and yep. then squat down, take some deep breaths. And then it just, it drops. Like, it's almost like it skips a beat and then just starts back to normal beating. And what's the term for that? SVT, um, supraventricular tachycardia. Okay. There's so many different kinds of reasons why it would happen. They, sure. I haven't caught it in, like I have a loop recorder right now. It's an implantable one. Okay. 
So it's just, it sits under my skin above my fourth rib. Right. So it's constantly keeping an eye on my heart rate. It's, I haven't been able to catch it since I've had it. So we Uh, don't know what's causing it. Right. But it's something, my heart anatomy is perfect. Right. They they said like I had an MRI. I have a very healthy heart. Okay. So like by appearance and the muscles and like all the sizes is all perfect. So something with the sinus node, the electrical signal of it. Got it. And and what did your doctor think about this type of running that you're doing? Did, did they have any specific advice for you? <laughs> no, but, um, my cardiologist, he thinks it's crazy. And when <laughs> I told him that I'm running a race that has no end, he's like, well, that doesn't sound very safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I could always stop when I need to. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's good that you're at least monitoring it and hopefully they get to the bottom of it. But I think the lesson, the lesson would be, we all have to listen to our bodies. And if something doesn't seem right, get it checked out because it doesn't mean you have to stop. I think that's what prevents a lot of people from actually going to the doctor is they're worried the doctor's going to say, stop running. Yeah. And we've heard that. I can't tell you how many times doctor says for me to stop running for other things. For other reasons. It's like, it's not happening. (laughs) Yeah. And and other people that have had joint issues stop running. Well, since they were told that, they've gone on to do amazing things. Now, obviously, there are things that you should stop running for. But all (laughs) I'm saying is don't wait to get things checked out. That's right. right? That's right. Right. Exactly. And it took me a few years to actually post that I have something going on. But. One of these days I was out on a run. I'm like, I should really post that because there might be other people and it could help someone. So You're right. Exactly. I commend you for posting that because I'm sure it felt like a really personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> but in this day and age, look at all the things we learn. Yes. From seeing something on Instagram or YouTube. You got it. You <laughs> save lives that way. So thank you yeah. for doing that. Yes. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. Did you did you get all your questions in? Yeah, I, Amanda. I, I, I just can't wait to. You're, you're new to the run. I mean, we've been doing this for 20 years, but you're new. I can't wait to see what you do next. I can't wait to see if you tackle elevation, if how you're going to tackle a, a desert run or stage <laughs> racing. Yeah. There's all kinds of different ways to to, to run our sports. So, I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on you. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, if you if you want to come to one of our races, we have a one kilometer loop on gravel with a t- with a tiny little hill, and <laughs> and you could you could come and train. We're doing hundred k hundred mile next year. Yeah. It'll be in late July, beginning of August. So we'll keep you in the loop about that because you're not that far away. You're only about two hours away. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, that's when persistence is though, and I'm signed up for that. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, I'll think of us in the future. Yes, definitely. Because we do have we do have a race series ourselves. Yeah. 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 We'd love to have yeah. you out. Okay. Before we let you go, Amanda, we like to end our podcast with some rapid fire fun questions. Okay. okay? Yeah. All right. So first thing that comes to mind: '90s music or '2000s? Um. Probably 2000s. Okay. Would you rather run on the treadmill for a couple hours or outdoors in minus 20? Outdoors in minus 20, 100%. I'd rather do that than the middle of summer. So, (laughs) (laughs) are you superstitious? Oh, no. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) What's your favorite? 
post-race meal? I like having a cider. Ah, um, a honestly, meal. I, yeah, <laughs> there's some carbs in that. Um, yes. Honestly, I can't really eat after long races because I have braces and it destroys the inside of my mouth. Like oh. after for after um the backyard ultra, I had like 20 cankers, like uh, every bracket. Oh, oh, that sucks. Interesting. So liquids, <laughs> liquids. <laughs> yes. Like <a> giant, yeah. <laughs> do you have any tattoos? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. Yes. Any to commemorate your running? No, it just it's an arrow on my arm that says "Child of God," and I have my kids around the child circle. It's in Morse code. Oh, nice. nice. Very nice. Okay. So final question. Pick a superpower. Hmm. Teleport. So I don't have to travel. (laughs) That's a popular one. That is is the most popular one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) This has been awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And good luck with your desert solstice. We'll be following along for sure. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Cheers. Nice to meet you guys. You okay. too. Bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. There you go. New to the ultra scene, but hey, let's uh, keep taking on those challenges. And Sounds like she's nailed the mental toughness aspect of this sport. Holy cow. Yeah. Incredible. Born that way. Born that way. Exactly. <laughs> tough, tough girl. I can't wait to see what she does in the desert solstice Yes, against Camille. And that would be interesting. That's going to be someone that we're definitely going to push her. Oh, f- for sure. And uh, we're, we're going to be, oh, I wonder if that's even live. It is live. You I, mean stream it? There is streaming live for Oh, that. for sure there's yeah, streaming. So, yeah. yeah, we're going to be watching that. Absolutely. December 10th, right? December 10th. All right. And and hope she gets to the world's in germany yes next year hello sponsors (laughs) let's Let's go send her there let's do this and what's coming up next for us we'll soon find out (laughs) (laughs) we just keep plugging away (laughs) chatting with more people yeah well and if you have a suggestion tell us who we should talk to we love suggestions so please send them our way at gutterunracing at gmail.com that's right or hit us up on all socials You got it. Got to run racing. Let's go. Until next time. We are your hosts, Jody and Norman. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please visit our website, gotterunracing.com, for more details and join us on social media at Gotta Run Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers.